0: Hi everyone, and thank you for tuning into the Sheila Zelinsky Show today. We have a fantastic, very, very powerful show for you today. My guest is Doctor Van and Sandy Hutchinson, and this is really incredible. I have a copy of a book called "Deliverance from Adverse Childhood Experiences," and let me tell you something. In doing deliverance a long time, I think there is one commonality. That I see so often, and it really comes down to adverse childhood experiences, trauma, and so many different things that affect our lives. And I think you are going to be so incredibly blessed by the program today. It's going to be very powerful. Very quickly, before I jump into the program, I want to encourage people this is a 100% listener supported program. We've made some very easy ways for you to support. And I'm asking you to become a partner alongside me today for any amount. Please go over there to SheilaZalinsky.com. There's a form there. You can fill it out. And if you scroll down to the bottom, there's a whole bunch of other Very easy, convenient ways for you to donate to the ministry. We've heard from you and we've incorporated some of those changes such as Zelle, Cash App, Venmo, PayPal. Patreon is a great way to also get special content also that doesn't go out to the general public. And we've been really trying to work on some perks. I want to apologize that I really haven't got that coordinated very well. And I really, really want to focus on perks coming into the late fall here, and especially in the new year, so that you can have some one on one time with me and special guests, private chats, and other things that you want. So I'm really, really wanting your feedback. And I really want to get on top of that I really, really appreciate those people that support the program. I really want to give you a shout out. Thank you so very much. And know you are part of what God's doing through this ministry. And I just want to encourage you, please continue to support a very worthwhile ministry. And I'm committed to bringing you the best shows out there that are really going to equip you in these last days. And boy, things are getting very crazy. And one of the common themes I see with so many people is some of the things Van and Sandy are going to talk about in this show today. So Van and Sandy, I want to thank you for coming on the program today. We talked about this a few years ago, but I thought it was really a good opportunity to revisit this and really get into some longer deliverance. So I'm looking forward to this. I'm going to hand you the mic, you take it away. Thanks for coming on. Thank you. Thank we you.
1: appreciate that. Okay. I got started on this about two years ago, and Satan really fought against us getting this book written. And I think that the significant thing is the core that fits just about everybody in this world. So what are the adverse childhood experiences? Well, there's a significant trauma. A significant traumatic event, I say it that way. It's an event or a set of events that occur from conception up to the age of 18 in dealing in deliverance. We see people that are in their early 20s that are having similar problems. So we don't just stop it at at 18 years old. If these things happen, it's, it's a traumatic event that causes you to get stuck in a place in your life. Anything can do that to you. Stress leads to abnormal emotions, and abnormal emotions leads to inappropriate action. You see people get in a stressful situation, and they get emotions that are like anger or or fear or rage, anxiety, depression, and those Emotions cause them to act out in different ways and we cut the root which is the stress So the whole basis is dealing with the stress whatever that stress is and what we're talking about here is stress that occurs in our body. It causes us to be sick. It causes so many sicknesses and diseases in our body. And when you live under chronic and repeated and very bad stress, it is the stress that is causing all the sicknesses and they have correlated adverse childhood experiences that result in heart disease, cancer, and all of these other diseases as an adult. If we could deal with the stress that we had as children and get rid of that, we can get rid of the sicknesses that we have and prevent those things from coming on us if we could get rid of that stress early enough. But then there's that type of stress, which is toxic stress, which is so horrible. Things happen to you that are so horrible, you can't deal with it. Sometimes we get amnesia. These things get pushed out inside of us, and we just completely forget what happened. You see, that's what our mind does to us, this toxic stress. It shuts down, and those things just sit inside of us all of our life, and they eat at us like a canker worm, and it destroys us. God wants better for you and me. But one thing that research said was it revealed that the fetus in the mother's womb would pick up on the stress that was in the mother. And that child, when it's born and it starts to grow and get older, its reaction to stress is greatly inhibited. It's like the stress that the mother was going under when she was carrying that child. Now, we could have told them that as deliverance ministers because we do deliverance in the womb. We cast out the spirit of fear the spirit of being born, the spirit of loud noises, the spirit of confrontation, the spirit of men, those kinds of things. So we, we see that as familiar spirits, and we've dealt with that as deliverance ministers, not just from birth to 18 years of age, but from conception because those things that happen in the womb are picked up by those babies. I don't care how many people say that babies aren't alive until they're born or until their whole body's out of that womb or whatever they're saying now doesn't matter those babies are alive and they pick up on what's going on around them. Now this is all attacking our mind. If you remember, 3 John 2 says that he wished that we could prosper and be in health even as our soul prosper. That scripture becomes very significant when you think about the effect of aces on little children and as they grow older, those mindsets that are developed as a child and those demons that come in that help make that mindset, they stay with you throughout your life and your soul never prospers and you don't have health, you don't have wealth and the, the ACE studies have proved than that. Now, everything from the subconscious mind comes up through the conscious mind. But sometimes the conscious mind is just not strong enough to override those irrational things that happen. And when we respond in irrational ways, then that's, that's coming out of the subconscious through our conscious mind. And we respond totally inappropriately for the situation. But It gets even worse because in the unconscious mind, after you have learned those things in the subconscious and begin to live that in your life somewhere, somehow, sometime it goes from the subconscious into the unconscious mind. And now all of a sudden it becomes attitudes and that's who you are. That's what you are in this world. Now, we believe this is where the demons are operating in the unconscious mind. So we got demons in the unconscious mind, but the attitudes that are there are separate from the demons. Now they may help you develop that attitude. You can cast out the demon, but unless you change the attitude, you're still going to be that little child all your life. You're going to keep going back to that little child that was beaten or raped or whatever happened to you as you were a little child growing up. So when we do deliverance, we're going to cast out the devil, but we can't stop there. We want to retrain your mind by getting you to hear with your conscious mind, learning again new things in your subconscious mind, and beginning to live those things until it goes into your unconscious mind. And not only did we cast out the devil, but now we've given you a new attitude. And at the end of our book, We gave you 50 positive confessions about yourself every day to get up and say, this is who I am. Jesus loves me. I don't have to be ashamed of my life. I'm okay. We gave five different areas of scriptures that you could begin to confess over yourself every day. We want to not only get the demons out, but change our thinking to line up with God's word. Now, the hurts that happened to you. And the second chapter in in our book, I wrote about my experiences and I did that to show you what we're talking about, but also to say, listen, it's okay. If you've been hurt, it's okay, but don't stay there. Don't let the devil keep you in that place. How can I survive? How am I going to make it? It puts you right back in that situation. And now you're not going to respond like that 40, 50, 30, 60, 70 year old person. You're going to respond like that four five six seven eight ten year old child and you're gonna see that situations through that same little child's eyes the demons of this world that put us in those situations that trigger us back. And we keep reliving the negative experiences in our life as a child. We keep reliving those over and over and over. And we never can get out of the past so that we can get on to tomorrow. We never can get out of defeat where we can get on to victory. God doesn't want us to live like that. Now, the first way, you've heard of fight or flight. Well, the first way is in fight. Pride rises up. It creates an emotional state and actions such as being a workaholic. Uh, That was me. Performance driven provocative dress says see me. Tattoos say see me. Bragging says look at me. I'm good. I'm worthy because as a child you didn't think you were. My father never touched me as a child. I don't remember him touching me except one time. He never said in his whole life I never heard him say I love you. I very seldom heard him say anything nice at all. No matter what I achieved, no matter how much I accomplished, even as an adult, I never heard well done. A child needs the approval of his father and it creates an emotional states in us like anxiety and depression and fantasies and jealousies you do whatever you have to do to keep peace around you keep people from beating on you keep them from yelling at you keep them from from talking ugly to you telling you're a you're a loser despondency depression hopelessness, helplessness, despair. A child that has gone this far is in deep trouble. And then the final area is in freeze where you just freeze up. Toxic stress can't be tolerated very well. It gets worse as we go. And the further you go on this continuum in this freeze state, you get into a state of frenzy, terror, panic, dissociation, or, or alternate personalities, gangs start to come in. Schizophrenia, even to a catatonic state where you check out and say, I can't take this anymore and I'm out of here. That's what the mind does. It just shut down devils will tell you nobody likes you until you start to believe it and you, it comes down into your subconscious you live it but comes into your unconscious and you believe that nobody likes you you may be a good person but nobody likes you and then they'll say okay You must be a bad person because if nobody likes you, it must be your fault. And as a child, that's the way you look at it. So you begin to think that nobody likes you. And there's that battle, and that is a tremendous amount of stress to put on a six-year-old child. How can I live the rest of my life for the next 80 years? How am I going to live knowing that I'm a bad person? Nobody likes me. I'm a failure in life. How in the world are you going to make it in life? Too much stress to put on a child. Areas of the brain can be negatively affected by toxic stress through these adverse childhood experiences. Why? Because as a little child, that's when your brain is is being formed and stress keeps that brain from forming the way it should. Now, we believe that demonic spirits are the source of these changes. Psychology doesn't believe that, but we believe that demons can change our body. Try to fix the body without casting out the demons, which is the way psychology is dealing with this. The demons are always there, they're always acting and people still have a hard time coming to peace with who they are in this world. We do have some scriptural examples. The woman with arthritis, she was all bowed over. Jesus cast out the spirit of infirmity, and she stood straight. That devil affected her body. We have the epileptic son who would fall down and foam at the mouth and go into convulsion. That's an epileptic seizure jesus cast out the devil and the son was healed so we have that example that demons can affect our brain the neurons the nerves they're all interconnected they're supposed to be but when they take get pictures of of these things with children that have these adverse childhood experiences, they have such a few number of connections of neurons compared to a normal brain. Now, we've got problems in that child. They're going to have to live with this brain the rest of their life, and it's maybe a third smaller than the normal brain because it does not form normally. I've got pictures here of a toddler's brain. They did a brain scan, and then they took the brain scan of a deprived child and The picture I'm looking at shows the frontal lobe is not firing very much, and the temporal lobes aren't firing at all. Here's a child that's having problems, and that child is going to grow up to be a problem adult. The frontal lobe, if you don't have normal firing of the frontal lobe, you lack control of negative emotions, such as fear, guilt, shame, sorrow. When we do deliverance on people, do you think we see a lot of people like that? Sure we do. These people are easily provoked to aggression. They're unable to control socially inappropriate responses and actions. Let me ask you something. You think a kid like that could pick up an AK-47 and go into a school and start shooting people? I do they have unprovoked aggression again you take this kid in school he's going to be fighting with everybody all the time he's not going to be able to sit in his chair and learn it's not going to be give and forgive it's going to be aggression because he can't control it because he doesn't have the brain structure to be able to control those things now the a study has identified abuse as, as these things recurrent physical abuse being beaten having bruises, marks left on your body, reoccurrent emotional abuse. This was where most of my abuse came. My abuse didn't show up on an x-ray, but it sure showed up in my heart. Sexual abuse. Household environment problems, somebody was in prison. The mother was treated violently. Today, we would say the father could be treated violently. There was an alcoholic or drug user in the home. Someone was chronically depressed, mentally ill, or suicide. You know, I I hate to say this, and I don't mean to disparage my parents. They did, did the best they could. But I wrote in the book and I said my mother was either schizophrenic or bipolar or either she was the meanest person I'd ever met. You'd be sitting beside her out in public somewhere and all of a sudden she'd just hit me in the face in front of all those people. I moved off to the end of the bench. I'd be sitting there physically, but mentally I was somewhere else. Lived a whole life of fantasy. As a child, and then at least one biological parent was lost to the person during childhood, regardless of whatever the cause was, divorce or death or whatever. Those were the ACEs. There were only 10 questions. I think I had six positive on the ACE test. But see, there are other things that can cause these adverse childhood experiences other than what they put in the original ACE test. Natural disasters, injuries, illnesses, medical procedures that are done, uh, detention in jail or or child reform school, being a victim of a crime, poverty, being bullied at school, and how much of that is going on out there? Some children live where there's community violence. They live in it all the time. Being put in foster care, having accidents, being homeless, Those kind of things can cause traumatic experiences in our lives. And remember, they make markers. And somewhere down the line, when something reminds our unconscious mind of it, it triggers us right back to that point again. That's the problem. This is what makes an emotionally traumatizing event. This has three elements number one it was not expected number two the person was unprepared for it. why because they weren't expecting it to happen and number three there was nothing the person could do to prevent it from happening you see that's what happens with children they're little their parents are bigger. Their parents are stronger. Their parents are meaner sometimes, or somebody else that did these things. And there's nothing a child can do except try to survive the very best they know how. Now, let me say, realize that these adverse childhood experiences were not your fault. Somebody that abuses you sexually, they try to tell you it's your fault, you dressed provocatively, it was your fault, you did this. No, you were the victim. Understand that you are the victim. It's not your fault the people that should have been taking care of you did not. But on the other hand, it wasn't always your parents' fault either. How many times do have we done deliverance, find out that father molested the daughter, only to find out that the same father had been molested by the grandfather or the father before him? It passes down through generations. We know that. These things are not your fault, and I don't want to lay all the blame on our parents either. They had problems in their life. My father had to quit school in the fourth grade because of the depression. They didn't have very much of anything. His father was a sharecropper on a South Georgia farm. At 18 years old, my father threw his leg over the side of a Navy boat and climbed down into a little watercraft and headed for Normandy Beach. And when the front of the watercraft opened up, they ran for the beach and his best friend was in front of him. And suddenly his best friend had no head. And I asked him, what did he do? He said, we ran for the beach or they'd have shot us too. Do you think maybe that those were traumatizing events in their lives? They sure were. I can't even fathom what courage it must have taken to do that. So it's not all their fault. They didn't start out to be bad people. They didn't start out to not touch you. They didn't start out to hit you. They didn't start out to abuse you sexually. They didn't start out to be ugly to their own spouse. They just did to everybody else what had been done to them because they kept getting triggered and everything around them as an adult starts falling apart. It didn't work at 3, 4, 5, 8, 10 years old and it doesn't work at 50, 60 or 70 years old either. We got to find a better way to deal with this. Get rid of the demons, get new attitudes, see ourselves through the eyes of God and get on with life. That's the key here. We got to forgive them and then we move on with life. People will say, what's the matter with you? They'll say, why do you do? Why do you do those kinds of things? The question is, what happened to you? Who hurt you? And what can we do to help you? That's the key. Now, we don't have time to go through the ACE test, but I just want to point out some things here. Symptoms of developmental shock and trauma, clingy and whining, thumb sucking, still wanting a bottle after weaning wanting to sleep with your parents well that wasn't me I would want to get as far away as I could bedwetting there's a physical problem we need to take him to the doctor maybe what else is going on but they didn't say that my mother just just rub my face in the urine like that was going to help. She said I was too lazy to get up. I don't know anybody who'd, who would do that because they were too lazy to get up. It didn't help. It, it was shamed my father, and it shamed me because of what she did to me. They can get attached to blankets, rocking, or other self-soothing behaviors. I remember as a child, I'd get up out of bed and go sit against the wall and beat my head against the wall, the back of my head. Everybody in my family thought that was funny. I didn't think it was very funny. Nobody ever said, well, you know, maybe something's there's something going on here that we don't know about. You can have passive acting in behaviors like Withdrawing, disengaging, daydreaming, or dissociation, which is multiple personalities. I withdrew from everything. I disengaged from everything as much as I could daydreaming. Spent a lot of time daydreaming because I didn't like the world I lived in and I had to create one for my own self that I could be I could be accepted in, where I could be successful. You've done that too. If you've been through these things. I want you to understand that when they tested people for the ACES, it was tested on Hispanics, Caucasians, and Afro-Americans. It was tested on people who had high socioeconomic status and people who had low socioeconomic status. It was tested on men. It was tested on women. It was tested on old people. It was tested on young people. And they found that every group had their ACEs. Nobody is immune. You think whatever area you came from, you think everybody else had it better than you. If you'd have been like them, you wouldn't have these problems. No, you'd have had the same problems. You'd have just had it with somebody that was different. They said that two-thirds of the people that they tested had at least one adverse childhood experience. But they found that the more ACEs you've got, the more likelihood you are to have sickness and disease as an adult the more likelihood that you're going to fail on your job. You can't get a job. You can't keep a job. You can't get a job that's paying high enough to pay your bills. You couldn't stay in school. You got kicked out of school. And the greater number of ACEs you have, the greater are those problems. Let me just give you an instance here. I've got one slide that says childhood experiences under chronic, underlie chronic depression. The women that had four or more ACEs, had about 58% of them had chronic depression. And from 18, it went up progressively like doorsteps as they went from one ace to two ace to three aces to four or more aces. And every time they do a study, it falls that same way. It's always the greater the number of ACEs the greater likelihood that you're going to have that problem whatever they're studying. Every sickness that I know of that they've tried to compare or correlate the ACEs to has been found positive. COPD, hepatitis, cancer, hypertension, liver disease, rheumatoid arthritis, sleeping disorders, chronic pain, emphysema, asthma, lung cancer, Crohn's disease, cardiovascular disease, jaundice, lower immune system, bone fractures, headaches, back pain, bronchitis, diabetes, heart disease, chronic lung disease, chronic fatigue syndrome, inflammation, irritable bowel, migraine headaches, fibroid disease, gastrointestinal conditions, mental problems, depression, hallucinations, dissociation, bipolar, panic, anxiety, antisocial, self-injury, ADHD, panic attacks, eating disorders, mental illness, flashbacks, schizophrenia, poor memory, poor decision-making, poor anger control, rage, impaired memory, post-traumatic stretch, cognitive cognitive impairment, self-destructive behavior related to ACEs, alcoholism, obesity, physical inactivity, self-injury, drug dependency, eating disorders, suicide attempts, smoking. Then we got social problems related to ACEs, prostitution, homelessness, poor self-esteem, marital problems, imprisonment, poverty, premature death, multiple sex partners, poor social relationships, violent behavior, dropping out of school, high unemployment, Poor social skills, unintended pregnancies, re-victimizations happen over and over. Overall poor health, criminal behavior, lower wages, high fetal death, lower IQ, lower economic status, family dysfunction, inability to sustain employment, and the transmission of these negative characteristics go from generation to generation to generation until somebody considers the thing and stops it. Now, not everybody that goes through these experiences is traumatized. That's a good thing. There's a thing called resiliency, and it reduces the negative ACE effects on emotional and physical development. Sandy had seven ACEs in her life, but yet she wasn't as negatively affected. She had two sisters that were older than her, That buffered her and we're so thankful for that because if two of us had had these problems in our early marriage we may not even be married today. Somebody had to have some stability because I sure didn't have a whole lot when I was a young man. So what can you do? Well first off cast out the devils. Start going to church. Get in a place where you can have some stability in your life. Resist the urge to focus on all your failures. I focused on failures all my life. We are not failures. We are victorious survivors. It was hard to understand that my Heavenly Father loved me that much, but my eyes have been opened. Visualize what you want in life. If you don't know what you want, you won't ever know if you get there. Avoid people and places and activities that are detrimental to those things that you want. If you want to stop drinking, stay out of the bar. That'll help. Mentally practice how to respond in a positive manner before you go into a non-stressful situation like on your job. If somebody in your job is, is ugly to you, mentally practice before you get in that stressful situation about what you're going to say. How can you speak to them in a manner that would be calming? If you wait until you get in the stress of the situation, you'll respond like you did as that child because they trigger you right back to your marker. And you'll always be treating people like you did as a child. And here's the thing, you'll treat your spouse and your children the same way. Nobody's got the right to do it to somebody else. And in our book, we have eight principles to overcome an aces. Let me just tell you very quickly. Positive confessions, we give you some of those. Affirmation of God's word, saying what God said about you. We give you scriptures for that. Meditate on the word of God. Understand your triggers. What sets you off? Learn how to relax. We talk about that. What you can do to learn to relax. Physical exercise and care for your body because of most emotional stress is lowered by physical exercise. So no doubt about it. Research shows that tremendously. Participate in a good support group, which ought to be your family and it ought to be your church. You need somebody you can talk to and be honest with. Oh, I don't want to make a bad confession. You need somebody you can tell, I hurt. I need help. You need somebody like that. Yeah. And it's my greatest prayer for you is that you can get set free.
2: And I want to point out something to you as well. You really need to ask God to help you to forgive the yep. ones who hurt you.
1: That is the first step. You
2: can't get free until you do that. And we realize that's the hardest step of all, but that's where you've got to start.
1: Healing comes from forgiveness to that person, and it's and I'm telling you, it's just I've just scratched the surface on the adverse childhood experiences. And I want to tell you that everybody has got them. The literature says that there's two-thirds of the people have them. Everybody has these adverse childhood experiences. I believe that the, the seed for the need for deliverance all throughout your life comes out of adverse childhood experiences. I'm going to give you the ACE test first. What we're looking for is physical abuse, emotional abuse, sexual abuse, kidnappings and accidents and being bullied and foster care and crime against you. All these things could also get in there. I want you to count the number of positives that you have. I'm we'll give you 10 questions very quickly. If it's yes, you have one positive ace. And I want you to count them up because that tells you how bad these things are affecting you in your life. Number one, did a parent or other adult in the household often or very often swear at you, insult you, put you down, humiliate you, or act in a way that made you afraid that you might be physically hurt? If it's yes, you have one positive ace. Did a parent or other adult in the household often or very often push, grab, slap, throw something at you, or even hit you so hard that you had marks or were injured? If that's so, then you have an ace. Did an adult or person at least five years older than you ever touch you or fondle you? Have you touched their body in a sexual way or attempt or actually have oral, anal, or intercourse with you? If so, it's it's an ace. Did you often or very often feel that no one in your family loved you, thought you were important or special, or your family didn't look out for each other? feel close to each other, or they didn't support each other? If that's so, it's an ace. Number five, did you often or very often feel that you didn't have enough to eat, had to wear dirty clothes, had no one to protect you, or your parents were too drunk or high to take care of you or take you to the doctor if you needed it? If that's true, it's a positive ace. Was there a biological parent lost to you through divorce, abandonment, or any other reason? If so, it's a positive ace. Was your mother or stepmother at or your father, often or very often pushed, grabbed, slapped, Or had something thrown at them? Were they often or very often kicked, bitten, hit with a fist, or hit with something hard? Was there ever repeatedly being hit over at least a few minutes or threatened with a gun or a knife? If so, that's a positive ace. Did you live with someone who was a problem drinker or alcoholic or who used street drugs? If so, it's a positive ace. Was a household member depressed or mentally ill? Or did a household member attempt suicide? If so, it's another positive ace. And then the last one. Did a household member go to prison? Now you need to count up the number of aces that you had. I had six out of those 10 positive aces. Knowing that, that helps you to identify those areas in your life that you need to let go. What happened to you as a child right now is setting the course of your life.
2: Now that we have identified who hurt you and we have identified what they did to you, now you have to forgive them. And I know that's hard, but <clears> the <throat> of God says that if you can't forgive people, then God can't forgive you. And let me tell you, this is very important. Even if you have to say, Lord, help me to forgive them, that's okay. But I'm going to lead you in a little prayer of forgiveness and I want you to determine that you're going to do it even though your heart might say I can't just say this along with me all right say their name Uncle Fred Daddy Mama whoever I forgive you for what you did to hurt me say it just like I did I forgive you for what you did to hurt me and say what they did I forgive you for and say it all right Now we're going to ask God to forgive them. Mm -hmm. Father God, I ask you to forgive these people, even if they're no longer alive. Forgive the ones who hurt them.
1: Yes, Lord. Because as Jesus said on they the cross, know what they, do.
2: they know not what they do.
1: Thank you, Lord. And I'm going to pray for us right now. I'm going to ask God to, to do some things for you. Then we're going to start calling out some things. We're going to go through a lot of things here, if you will stay with us. Father, I ask you to touch them, Holy Spirit. Go to their house and help them to root out these deep emotions that they've sat on all their life and would not let them go. Those things that are causing stress, deep stress they don't know about. And if they don't get rid of it, it can cause them to die. Premature death, Lord, that's not your will go from them now. I command every spirit that's inside of these people. I command you to separate yourselves one from another. I command you to break your communication with each other, and I break your communication with the strongholds in the heavenlies. We isolate you one-on-one with us. When your name or your group's name is called, you will manifest yourself and come out of them in the name of Jesus. And we bind all transference. You won't transfer to any animals or anybody, but you will go walk in dark, slippery, dry places where Jesus sends you. We command these things to be, and the Bible says what we do. Decree is established, and we decree these things in Jesus' name. Double-minded spirit, come out.
2: Mind-blanking we, and mind-binding spirit. We command
1: you to go from them. We break the spirit of confusion and command you to go.
2: Halting between two decisions.
1: We command the spirit of halt go from them in Jesus name.
2: An unsound mind and a clouded mind.
1: What happened to you was not your fault. You were a victim. I'm here to tell you God loves you. Jesus Christ died for you and it's not your fault and God is not against you. The devil wants to steal, kill, and destroy in your life, but Jesus Christ wants you to have life and have it more abundantly.
2: Now we break down the wall of protection that you have built around yourself (laughs) all these years. The wall of protection that has isolated you. You have tried not to remember these things that happened and you've tried to escape.
1: And you won't let people in there with you. You say, I can do it by myself. No, you can't. We break that wall of protection that you've built up and we command those devils that are trying to hold that wall of protection up around you. We command them go now in Jesus name. We, curse them in the name of jesus we command those devils go protectionism we command you fall now bow your knee to the name of jesus Their day of ruling and reigning in your life is over in the name of Jesus. We break the spirit of isolation, and we command you to come out. We break that spirit of fear, and we command you to go. And All fear and isolation, spirit of rejection. They've been hurt, but they're not rejected. And we command you to go. Withdrawal and introversion, come out in the name of Jesus. Escapism, we command you to come out of them now.
2: escape, go from them. Come on out.
1: Loneliness, go from them.
2: Every spirit of loneliness, go. Go in the
1: name of Jesus. Perfectionism. If I'm good, they'll love me. We break the spirit of perfectionism, perfectionism and alienation.
2: and alienation.
1: We break that unclean spirit. We command you to go. Victimization.
2: Come out, victimization.
1: <clears throat> we command that victimizing spirit that tells them they're a victim, that they can't do anything, they can't overcome it. Go from them. Hopelessness, go. We break the spirit of control. control. Demons that are trying to control them. them. We break your power. Spirit of pride, come out. That hardness of heart, that child that withdrew and hardened their heart, so they could get through. We break the hardness of heart and we command you to come out. Lying spirits say they're no good. They're not worthy. We break your power. We command you to go. You're a lying spirit and we command you to go from them now. In Jesus' name, spirit of secrecy, come out out in the name of Jesus. And the spirit of deception, we command you
2: to go. Self-pity that makes them always feel bad about themselves. Come out in the name of Jesus. Self-hatred, go from them. Come out.
1: Come out in the name of Jesus. Self-hatred.
2: Self-rejection.
1: Self-rejection. Unloving of self. Come out.
2: All heaviness.
1: Spirit of heaviness. Go.
2: Self-condemnation. Bitterness.
1: Bitterness. Go. Projected rejection, we command you to come out in the name of Jesus.
2: We break the (coughs) heavy burdens that you've been carrying. Hopelessness and helplessness. Come out.
1: Hopelessness and helplessness. We command you to go. We break your power. They are not hopeless and helpless. They have a Redeemer and His name is Jesus. And we break the spirit of hopelessness and we command you to go. And we break that spirit of helplessness. And we command you to come out of them in the name of Jesus. We break the curse of not honoring your parents. A lot of times they were, it was hard to honor somebody who was molesting you or beating you or neglecting you. But we break the curse of not honoring the parents in the name of Jesus. And we command every devil that entered in to try to bring about that curse. We break the curse and we command the devils trying to bring about that curse of death. The curse of death while not honoring the parents. We command you to go. Spirit of death, we command you, go from them. Spirit of murder, go. Spirit of hell in the grave, we command you to go in Jesus' name. Suicide, go from them. Spirit of suicide, we break your power and we command you to go in the name of Jesus. And we break the word curses the the. the threats and the vows and the bribery for silence. We break the word curses that were spoken by these perpetrators against you. And we command every devil trying to bring about those word curses, we command you, leave them now. Leave them in the name of Jesus. Whatever words they spoke, void. We send them back void according to Isaiah 55, 11. And we command every devil that's trying to bring about those word curses in these people's lives right now, we break your power and we command you, go from them. Come out in the name of Jesus. Every threat that they made against you, we break their threats. We send those words back void. And we command every devil that's trying to bring about those threats in your life. You know who I'm talking to, devil. You know what you do. You know how you got in. And we command you to leave them now in the name of Jesus. And we break every vow that you made. Like I won't tell whatever the vow was that you said after you were attacked by these perpetrators. We break those vows and we (laughs) command those devils that are trying to bring those vows about in your life. Those vows were made as children. And we break those vows and we command those devils go in Jesus name and we break all the words of bribery I'll I'll give you this or I'll do this if you will just be quiet you won't tell we break those words we send them back void to the perpetrator and we command every devil that's trying to bring about the words of those briberies we command you go from them these people can't be bought any longer and we command those bribery devils go in Jesus name
2: and we break any guilt that you have For taking a bribe. If they gave you candy or money or whatever they gave you to get you to be quiet. We break the guilt. We break the guilt of it. It wasn't your fault. You were a child.
1: We command that guilt to go in the name of Jesus.
2: Every vow of silence. We command those demons holding that vow of silence to leave. Spirit of secrecy.
1: Come out, secrecy. Anger. Anger, go. Bondage. We break the spirit of bondage off of these people in Jesus' name. Isolation. Isolation. Go. Rage. Rage. Come out. Fear, come out
2: self-hatred, shame.
1: Shame. We break that spirit of shame, grief, sorrow, helplessness, hopelessness, all that demon gang of shame. We command you to go from them now in Jesus' name.
2: Fear of retribution. We
1: break the spirit of retribution. Even though these people are gone, that fear is still deep Mm -hmm. down inside and there's a fear of those people. We break that now. And if they're still alive, that you'll be able to walk up and look them right in the eye and have no fear. We break your power. We command you in the name of Jesus. Fear of retribution, go. We break the spirit of coercion. Come on, coercion. They're not going to knuckle under. We command you to go.
2: We break the spirit of control.
1: Control, go. Witchcraft control. We command you to come out and go in the name of Jesus. We break every abnormal soul tie with your abuser, whether it's a sexual soul tie, whether it's uh, any other type of soul tie. We break abnormal soul ties with your abuser or abusers. Every every soul tie with abusers, we break them in the name of Jesus. And we command the devils that are trying to bring about and hold those soul ties together, we command you to come out. We break and sever that cord right now in Jesus' name. And we command those devils, go from them. And Lord, we ask you to send the souls of these people back to them. They're perpetrators. And we call back these people's fragmented soul. We call it back, Lord, in the name of Jesus. And we cleanse it with the blood of the Lord Jesus Christ. Restore their souls, Father, according to the 23rd Psalm.
2: Now, we're going to break some strongholds that you've gone through all of your life. I break the stronghold of stress. Every out. spirit stress.
1: holding stress
2: this stress.
1: Stress team.
2: Come out of them, that stress.
1: Stress gain. Come out. Anxiety.
2: Anxiety. Come out. Fear of remembering. Come out. Fear. Terror. Out.
1: Depression. Worry. Go from them. Paranoia. Come out.
2: Paranoia. Fight or flight.
1: We break the constant fight or flight. Can't ever relax. We break that constant fight or flight and we command every devil trying to hold that together. Trying to cause them to always be agitated, always be moving can't ever rest. We break your power and we command you to go in Jesus' name. We break all
2: panic and panic attacks.
1: Come out. Panic attacks. Come out in the name of Jesus.
2: Paralysis. Come out phobia.
1: We break the mirror demon that would try to cause them to be so afraid that they're paralyzed and can't move, especially in in the night and nightmares that come with this. We break your power. We command you in the name of Jesus. Go from them now.
2: We break obsessive and compulsive spirits, poor concentration, all delusions. Come out. Hallucinations.
1: We come against every voice that would speak to them in schizophrenia. We command you to to be quiet and to leave. We bind your tongue as Jesus did. We bind your tongue, and we command you to leave them now. In Jesus' name. We break claustrophobia. Come out.
2: Double-mindedness. Come out. Mind-binding and mind-blanking spirits.
1: Come out in the name of Jesus.
2: Halting between two decisions.
1: We break your power, and we command you to go.
2: Dissociation.
1: Every demon gang that came in that brought in an alternate personality, we break your power, that demon. And gang of anger. Go. That personality of anger. Go. That personality of fear. We command you to go in Jesus' name.
2: All learning difficulties and memory loss. ADD. Post-traumatic stress.
1: Yes. We go command from you them. To go in the name of Jesus.
2: Now we come against the stronghold of shame.
1: Come out grief. Sorrow. Sorrow. Despair. Despair. Come out in Jesus' name. Guilt. We break the spirit of guilt. In the name of Jesus,
2: sadness and heaviness
1: come out of them.
2: Hopelessness and helplessness
1: go in the name of Jesus.
2: Desperation go, disgust, mm-hmm. scorn, and misery
1: go in Jesus' name.
2: Emptiness, humiliation come out, numbness
1: come out in Jesus' name. Submission, we break every submission, devil, that makes them cower down, that makes them run away, that makes them placate their perpetrator. We break that off of them right now. All submission go from them in Jesus' name.
2: And we we break the wounded spirit and the broken heart and every trigger I break that now in go, the name of Jesus
1: go in Jesus name
2: now we come against the stronghold of neglect we break that stronghold now
1: when you didn't have a bond with your mother when you didn't have a bond with your father We break this off now in Jesus' name.
2: Lack of nurture. Come out. Abandonment. Come out. Abuse.
1: Come out in Jesus' name.
2: Betrayal. Come out. Loss of innocence.
1: Come out in Jesus' name. Loss of childhood. We break the mourning. Mourning for losing your childhood. We break that that spirit of mourning and we command it to go right now.
2: Lack of intimacy. You can't be intimate
1: with people because of the hurt. We break that now. We command you to go.
2: Scapegoat.
1: Come out, scapegoat.
2: Contempt.
1: Come out contempt. Go from them.
2: Condescension. Loneliness. Conditional love. Nobody ever loved you for yourself. It was always conditional. We break that now.
1: We break that spirit that says, I have to work to be loved. I have to do something. I have to give something in order to be loved. We break that now in Jesus' name. It's a lie. And we command that lying spirit, come out of them and go in the name of Jesus.
2: We break all apathy and alienation. Go. Go. We break detachment.
1: Come out of them in Jesus' name.
2: Fantasy. Always go. living in a fantasy world.
1: We command the walls from demons to go in the name of Jesus. And
2: all introversion, go from them now.
1: We break your power and command you to leave these people in Jesus' name.
2: And we break the stronghold of anger. All of that anger that you suppressed all these years. I want you to let it go as we call it out. Holding on to that anger hasn't helped you any, and you're gonna have to let it go. All rage.
1: Come out, go rage. From them, anger rage. and rage come out. Hatred. Hatred, go. We break the spirit of hatred. Sarcasm come out
2: hostility.
1: Go in the name of Jesus.
2: Resentment and criticism.
1: Come out. That criticizing spirit, that jealousy spirit. We command you to go in the name of Jesus.
2: Drivenness. Come out.
1: Confusion. Come out. Spirit of confusion. Go. Violence and aggression. Go in the name of Jesus. And frustration. Frustration. Come out. They're too frustrated to have peace and joy. We command you to go from them in the name of Jesus.
2: We break the stronghold of death, death, hell, and the grave.
1: We break your power.
2: Destruction, murder, suicide.
1: We break your power and command you to go. And abortion. Go.
2: Go from them. Go.
1: Spirit of death, go. Spirit of murder, go in Jesus' name. Spirit of suicide, go.
2: We break the stronghold of sexual perversion, sexual perversion and lust adultery and fornication come out
1: in the name of jesus
2: whoredom promiscuity seduction prostitution that that
1: seductive spirit come out in the name of jesus
2: pornography
1: every porn demon go.
2: sexual trauma
1: we break all sexual trauma
2: rape and incest
1: come out in jesus name sexual addiction every demonic seed and every physical seed we break that now in the name of jesus and we break the soul tie with those people again and every devil that's trying to linger and hang around. We break those ties with these people. In Jesus' name, he commands you to go.
2: Sadomasochism. Homosexuality. Transsexualism.
1: Come out in Jesus' name.
2: Pedophilia. Come out. Masturbation. Come out. Oral and anal sex. Bestiality. Domination. Frigidity. Impotence.
1: Come out in Jesus' name.
2: Bondage. All sex demons. Incubus. Succubus. We
1: break the incubus and succubus spirits that come at night and during the day. We break your power off of them now and we command you to go. We give them a bill of divorcement against you you. These people are born again, and they're married to the Lord Jesus Christ. They're the body of Christ, and we break your power against them. You've got no legal right, and we command you to go from them in Jesus' name.
2: We break the spirit husband and the spirit wife and the spirit lover off of them. We break Asmodeus and Osmodeus.
1: Go in Jesus' name.
2: All sex dreams. We break astral travel.
1: In astral travel, we cut that silver cord. Father, we ask you that if, if somebody is trying to do astral travel against these people, that you would put angels around that person's body and don't let them back in. If they get ever get back in their body, they won't come back after these people again. We cut that cord from that body, Lord, in Jesus' name. Take a deep breath and cough it out. Let Give them go. a hard cough. Blow those things out of there.
2: I break matriarchal control and narcissism in the name of Jesus. Yes,
1: go from them. Pride. Come out, pride
2: manipulation come out in jesus name coercion we break your power intimidation come out in the name of jesus distrust bullying and selfishness every unloving spirit come out now
1: unloving spirits go from them we command those suppressed emotions that have been pent up and held down inside for all these years to come out of them now
2: All clinginess and antisocial demons. Come
1: out in Jesus' name.
2: Negativism and pessimism. Come out. Lack of remorse.
1: Come out in Jesus' name.
2: Lack of compassion. Come out. Defiance.
1: Come out in Jesus' name. Cruelty. Come out. Hoarding. We break that hoarding spirit. Command you to go.
2: Argumentativeness.
1: Come out. Come on out. Deceiving spirits. Go. Lying. Lying spirits. Come out.
2: Insecurity.
1: Insecurity. Go from them now.
2: Unforgiveness.
1: Unforgiveness toward others. Unforgiveness toward themselves. Powerlessness. Go in Jesus name.
2: Codependence. Go. Denial.
1: Come out. Coldness. Come out in the name of Jesus.
2: I come against self-rejection, self-hatred, and self-destruction, and I break every action that they do to hurt themselves. Yes. If it's cutting, if it's nail biting, whatever it is that they do to hurt themselves.
1: Undereating. We
2: break all self- destruction now.
1: Go in Jesus' name. Self-condemnation. I'm no good. I'll never make it. I'm a sorry person. It's a lie from (laughs) Satan, and we break those things off of you now. We command those self-condemning devils to go in Jesus' name.
2: Low self-esteem. Yes,
1: we break that off right now in Jesus' name.
2: Poor self-control. We break the spirit of ugly. If you've spent your whole life feeling ugly,
1: we break that spirit of ugly.
2: We break the stupid spirit that's always told you how stupid you are.
1: Unworthy. We break that unworthy spirit. We command you to go from them in Jesus' name. We command every devil that says you're a loser, come out of them now in the name of Jesus.
2: Unclean spirit.
1: Go in the name of Jesus. And addictions.
2: Now we come against the trauma stronghold, physical trauma,
1: physical trauma. We break that physical trauma,
2: sexual trauma, psychological trauma, afflictions and sicknesses.
1: We loose you from that now in Jesus name. We loose you from that trauma. We bind the sickness and we cast out every devil that's trying to bring about the sickness because of all of this trauma. We break
2: Every accident-prone spirit. Yes,
1: come out accident-prone. Come out.
2: Every spirit of pain, affliction, self-mutilation. Come out
1: all self-mutilation. Go in the name of Jesus
2: we tear down this trauma stronghold
1: in your life we command every trauma spirit leave you now come out and go now
2: now we're coming against the rejection stronghold i break all rejection bitterness and rebellion come out every spirit causing projected rejection
1: go in the name of jesus
2: everywhere you go people reject you it's because you've got a spirit of rejection and i command it to be broken now i break divorce abandonment
1: go from them spirit of of divorce we break that off of them now that their marriages won't end up like their parents and that abandonment their father won't leave them or they won't leave their children like their father left them we break that off of them in jesus name
2: i break betrayal i break every trigger of smell touch taste sight
1: every trigger every demon that is making a trigger in their life we command you to leave them now in jesus name
2: i break flashbacks
1: Come out. All flashbacks. Go in the name of Jesus.
2: I break all attention deficit and attention deficit with hyperactivity.
1: Go in the name of Jesus.
2: I break alcoholism, drug abuse. Go. Smoking.
1: Go in the name of Jesus.
2: Suffocation. Choking. Mental illness.
1: All mental illness. We break your power. Senility. Senility. Go. Dementia. Dementia.
2: Alzheimer's.
1: Go in Jesus' name.
2: Autism.
1: Autism, go.
2: And Asperger's syndrome.
1: Go in the name of Jesus.
2: And we break all eating disorders.
1: Yes. Obsessive eating. Come on out
2: bulimia. Come out. Anorexia. Come out. Every eating disorder. We break (laughs) it. I command
1: you to go in In Jesus Jesus name. name.
2: I command all demons that entered this person during the time period when they were in the womb. I command you to come out. come out of
1: them now. We break your power. We command you to go. Every devil that entered in in the womb, come out. All stress devils that entered in in the womb, we command you to come out. The spirit of fear that entered in in the womb, we command you to go. Fear of loud noises, fear of death. When they were talking about aborting you, we break that off now. Fear of death, go. We break the spirit of of abortion. We break the spirit of death that entered in, in the womb. We command you to go from them. Fear of being born because it's better inside than it is out here where all these people are acting crazy. We break the spirit of fear of being born and we command you to go. Fear of men. Fear of confrontation. Fear of those things. We command you, go from them now. You entered in in the womb, and we command you in the name of Jesus, go from them now.
2: Every devil that came in from birth to three years old, come out of them now. Go from them now. Go in the
1: name of Jesus. You know who you are. You know when you came in. You know we're calling you. And we command you in the name of Jesus, come out of them now.
2: Every demon that came in between the ages of four and six go from them now,
1: we command you come out. Every devil that entered in through the ages of four and six, we command you come out of these people. Go. We break your power off of them and we command you in Jesus name. Come out of them and go.
2: Every devil that entered between the ages of seven and 12, come out of them now. Come
1: out now. Every devil that entered in through the ages of seven and 12, we command you to come out in Jesus name.
2: Every demon that came in between the ages of 13 and 18. We command you to
1: go in the name of Jesus
2: every demon that came in after the age of 18 until now. We break that stronghold and we command you to leave them now in the name of Jesus.
1: Now, for most of us did not have a father who found it easy to say, I love you, I care for you, I want you to succeed in life. It was hard for them to do that. We miss something. Most of us have never been blessed and received a Father's blessing. But you need one. You deserve one. You're a good person. Jesus died for you. If you were the only person in the whole world who would have received it, He would have died just for you. It's that personal. God wants you to have the Father's blessing. And I'm going to stand in for all of our fathers. But before we can give you a blessing, you people and most of us have been hurt, we've been neglected. We feel like that nobody cared about us. And the father's the head of that household. Sometimes our fathers went off and didn't come back. Sometimes the fathers stayed there, but they caused misery in your life. It was probably done to them. And that's all they knew to do. They didn't know how to hold you and love you like you needed. And as your father, standing in for your father, whether you're a You were a little boy or you were a little girl. It doesn't matter. We all needed the approval of our father. And I I apologize and ask you to forgive me as your father. I apologize to you for leaving you, for not being there when you needed me, for not standing up for you and protecting you in the home and out of the home. I'm sorry that I let you down and I didn't provide well for you. I'm sorry that I never told you I loved you because you deserved it. You were a good kid. It wasn't your fault. And I bless you in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. I bless you in the city and in the field. I bless you coming in and going out. I bless you in your storehouse and in your basket. Your enemy will come out at you one way and flee before (laughs) you in seven different ways. God will bless the work of your hands and he will give you the rain in the due season. You are above and not beneath. You are the head and not the tail. And you are the lender and not the borrower. And you will be plenteous in goods and plenteous in flocks. You will be a person that others come to for advice because of your wisdom, because of the things that you went through as a child, that you will be able to see two sides and not one. And I bless you with more wisdom, godly wisdom, and understanding. And that when you go out to do your work, to do a job, to raise your family, that God will give you a supernatural understanding, a supernatural strength, to be able to be successful in this world and the Lord bless you and keep you and the Lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious unto you and may the Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace all the days of your life in Jesus name.
0: Amen. Okay Sheila. This was so powerful I cannot wait to hear from folks. Hey what were you delivered from today? I want to hear some testimonies from people. Make sure you email me and let me know what your experience was as you were receiving Very powerful deliverance. Van and Sandy very quickly give out the information how folks can get a copy of this book, Deliverance from Adverse Childhood Experiences by Drs. Van and Sandy Hutchinson. Sandy, give out your information how folks can get a copy of this book and any other information you want to give out here at the tail end of the program. Thank you.
2: Thank you. I'll be glad to do that. This book is Deliverance from Adverse Childhood Experiences, or ACES, A-C-E-S. You can find Find it on our website at van, V-A-N-N, Hutchinson, H-U-T-C-H-I-N-S-O-N, ministries.org. If you would like it mailed to you, we'll do that. But if you live outside the U.S., we will send you a digital copy. We can also send a digital copy inside the U.S., but for everybody outside the U.S., that's the only kind of copy we'll send.
0: Van and Sandy, thank you so much for coming on today, and we look forward to you coming back soon. God bless you. you. Thank you. Folks, the book is Deliverance from Adverse Childhood Experiences or ACEs from Doctors Van and Sandy Hutchinson. I've got the information linked in the description below. I am so glad that they came on, took the time out of their busy schedule to do this. It's such a powerful deliverance. And listen, you're gonna get results. This was a powerful deliverance and you're gonna start to see these results manifest in your life. And I'm excited about that. And again, I'm really excited to hear what God has done through this in your life because I think we did this show three or four years ago and boy, the amount of response I got was incredible. You might have to, you know, what there's no problem with listening to it a couple of times too. go back and just receive the deliverance very powerful stuff well we are out of time and i want to give a big shout out to everybody over there at global star radio and with worldwide christian radio and all the affiliates if you're not following the podcast and you're listening to this somewhere else make sure you go to sheilazalinski.com click on the listen page that big blue p button is the podcast Thank you everyone for tuning into the program. We'll see you real soon. Good night and God bless you.